0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe. We know how Florida went last year. It was six and six, and just what, two and five in the SEC? I think they were just, they were rough last year. So mm-hmm. I can't imagine this year being that bad. But at the same time, you, um, while digging into this and trying to figure out what, what's going on with Florida this year, you don't really see where they've really improved on anything. Uh, maybe last year was a fluke and they didn't need to improve as much, but I don't know. Looking at it, they do have, uh, you know, I think their weakness is still going to be offense as opposed to defense. Uh, so I'll really dig into the offense a little bit first and then we'll end on a high note with the defense. But uh, offensively, they do have some good skill players. It looks like, you know, they've got that. Uh, and I do not know how to pronounce any of these names. So this is going to get bad, <laughs> but like Ricky Purcell, Persall, Persall, Pierce. Persall, Pierce. Persall, <laughs> Persall, thank you. Uh, is it, kind of a playmaker, wide receiver, and I like him. They have a couple of younger wide receivers that haven't, you know, really produced as much yet, but they were highly ranked recruits that they could come in. Uh, I remember names like Caleb Douglas, Marcus Burke, people like that. So it's, uh, they have some playmakers on the outside. Their running backs are actually going to be a strength this year. Uh, you know, they had a, a, a Raging Cage and follow Billy Napier over to the team, and he had a really good year last year. Um, what was his name? Montreal Johnson. That was his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a, had a pretty good year last year. He should be just as good this year. They have another one. The ETNs out there. Uh, Tra- Trevor this time, I think. Uh, yeah, ETN. A who? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who could? Who could end up being a pretty explosive playmaker too? So I bet he gets a lot more work in than he did last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they even got a little transfer from Tulane, who is actually a, a fairly big big dude. Uh, Cam Carroll was his name. And, and that gives them a little more of a power back to go with their two more explosive uh, fast backs. So, honestly, a good stable running backs. And I think that running game is something they're going to have to lean on pretty hard this year. Uh, and, and so that's looking good for them. The problem is there are two big question marks or places you don't want to have question marks on offense. Uh, the first is the offensive line. It looks like they're pretty much completely replacing the offensive line this year. Uh, they do have some good like, transfers coming in, so some experienced players, which will hopefully help. Uh, they, they still recruit pretty well, so they've got talent. It's just having to put together a whole new offensive line uh, after a rough year anyway, and especially when you consider the fact that they're doing this with a quarterback that's definitely going to be less mobile than the one, the one they had last year. Anthony Richardson was just an athletic freak, and we just don't see that with any of the the replacements they have behind them. Maybe better – Polished passers, or at least that's what they're going to hope. But definitely not the guys who can move no. as much. So,
2: not the guy they got starting right now.
1: <laughs> no. Well, and that's where they seem to be pinning their hopes right now. Uh, There's a uh, Graham Mertz who, who transferred over. He's he, he was highly recruited coming out of high school. I, that's the best thing I can say about him. He has not lived up to it yet. Uh, he lived Wisconsin. up to it for one game. One okay. yeah,
2: game. His first, his very first start against Illinois as a freshman he lit, you saw him play and i was like whoa this guy's going to be special and that was the last of grammers
0: i think it i think went jack, jack miller may be their way forward
1: yeah and he he got a little bit of experience last year so he's there uh, competing for it and you're right maybe he's he looks like he's probably going to be a little more athletic than than grammers but i don't know we'll see about his passing but but again he's behind the line that's going to have to to kind of gel quickly, which could mean their first game at Utah is a little rough all around. Yeah. In fact, I would expect it to be because there's just, like I said, there's just too many new people here, even if they do have experience. Now Florida hit the transfer portal pretty hard. You know, they, they not quite as good as i like call miss at that, but, but they definitely brought in a lot of transfers. So they're hoping that will help shore everything up while their younger people get, you know, some experience and pull this all together. But, uh, But that, I mean, that's pretty much how the offense is going to look. I think, like I said, they're going to try and lean on the run game, see how that goes, uh, and just hope their quarterbacks, they can get one that can kind of run the offense and not screw it up too much. Uh, Defensively, they look a lot better. It looks like, just on paper, a really good defensive unit. It just, we'll have to see how it goes. I mean, they have, I think, what's going to be a really solid, like, front seven. They brought over some real big guys, again, through the transfer portal uh, to, to play in the middle of that line. I know they got a big dude from Memphis that everybody's real excited about. Uh, mm-hmm. Cam Jackson and and just a couple others. They they brought in one guy. Uh, What's his name? Is Desmond Watson. He's like over four hundred pounds. He's four hundred fifty pounds. Yeah, just a giant dude that they brought in to drop in the middle of that line. So running against Florida could be a little difficult. Yeah. And uh, they also they have a couple of uh, like their two biggest stars. I would say right now are yeah. probably both on the defensive yeah. side of the ball. And one of those is an edge rusher. So and and they actually have a couple of good options at edge rusher. But the uh, the one Good Is one. I, I'm, princely Yuma Yuman Prince, yeah, I was gonna say I don't know. You man. You man, yeah. That sounds good. Princely. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. He's to try that name. <laughs> it was, I was about to try it, y'all jumped did. but but no, he uh, he's he's got a ton of talent. Now he's young. Uh he started living up to it a bit last year, so they're hoping that just progresses and he he really takes over. They have a couple other people out there. Uh, Tyreek Sapp, I know, is another one that kind of got some snaps last year and started look better. So, uh, just good options there, I think, on the outside. Good options in the middle of the line. Uh, their middle linebackers were looking pretty rough, but they got a, a transfer there again from Ohio State, uh, and that one is God. What is his name? Uh, Tarada, 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 Tarada yeah. Mitchell. Tarada, Tarada Mitchell. Yeah. Tarada. I think Mitchell. Tarada sounds good, but no, no. But Taraja. Mitchell. So Taraja Mitchell. <laughs> There you Tor-
0: go. Torado, like Gino Torado or whatever. Uh, the Taraja.
2: Fast, Taraja, fast and Taraja. It's yeah. spam <laughs> everything. everything.
1: It's, You're Dom gonna Toretta. be a Florida Gatorade. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, he was a, a four-star linebacker coming out of high school who actually played all right. So Tom sure.
2: Toretto would actually enroll at Georgia with all these speeding tickets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, Chris Marshall actually got thrown off the team at like Ole Miss for Fast and the Furious type stuff. So, Ooh. that actually literally happened, and that's the reason he's <laughs> off the team in Oxford.
1: <laughs> nice. Go figure, right? Well, yeah, I just I don't know. Uh, but I, just kind I of think, round this out, their their other best player on their defense is the guy who I think a lot of people expect him to be like a first or second round pick, and that's at corner, uh, and he, he should be uh, – he should have one side locked down, uh, I do. And let's see. What was it? Oh, the other side actually I thought was going to be kind of a question mark, but they got a recruit or a transfer from Georgia. So you may remember Jalen Kimber, who looks like mm-hmm. he's kind of uh, going to short the other side. So they've got yeah. good corners and they've got tough one to lose. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, I can understand because he looks like he looks pretty solid. So he's, I he's think, big. He's, he, he's got a big frame, physical guy,
2: pretty fast. I mean, pretty. Pretty sporty. Georgia just got log jammed at corner, and he just wasn't. Uh,
1: well, Florida got, apparently stuck, very much he got stuck behind Kamari
2: Lassiter for, and so he decided he, it was best for him to transfer.
1: And we'll talk about Georgia next yeah. week. Well, yeah. Kimber will get to play next to Jason Marshall, so they, uh, who, like I said, should be a first or second round pick. So they uh, they've got good corners and but their safeties are real young and their backup, like any depth at corner in secondary is all really young. They brought in a ton of talent, but it's all extremely young. So that if either one of those corners gets hurt or if they just, you know, you get good at game planning to get around those corners, I think that's where their biggest weakness is going to come in. So really creative offensive talents, like, uh, you know, maybe Tennessee, people like that uh, might be able to get some, some room there, but for the most part, it should be a pretty decent defense. But, so, I mean, are, how are we finishing these? Are we going to like, Predict records, or we just we're just saying that's no good. no 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 we're just we're just good. You just when okay. you're, you're done. Yeah. Well that's pretty yeah, much what so, I saw from them yeah. offensively and defensively.
2: And I'm I'm gonna transition us around here. Like it, it pains me to say that I actually feel bad for Billy Napier because Dan Mullen has screwed him over so bad that we don't know if, if Napier can actually coach because the, these teams have been pretty Bear. the cupboards have been bare with, with these teams. But I think the tr- I think he's done well in the transfer portal. So that should yeah. help him out.
1: It does seem like just researching them, he's brought in a lot of transfer talent that's gonna have to actually play this year. So mm-hmm. uh so Good we'll job. see uh, if that if that works out or not. But and they're recruiting well this this year. So if he can restock those covers, they'll they'll get much better eventually, I sure I mean I think yeah. he's gonna be okay. But I, this year,
2: I, I think he saved himself a little bit. It's going to be kind of rough this year, but I think they're getting the last bit of the the Dan Mullen era just kind of behind them. Yeah. And so if yeah, if, Florida, they, if Florida's patient with Billy Napier, we can actually probably see this year is going to be probably his best coaching job if he can get them to a bowl, if he can get them to about seven wins, eight wins, maybe.
1: Seven wins well, would be a good season, I think, here.
0: Yeah, and, and you, one thing that this season is going to come down to is they missed out on Devin Leary. They missed out on Sam Hartman. Um, and they ended yeah. up with Graham Mertz, and then that—that that is what this season is going to be for Florida. Because this season would have been completely different prospect-wise if they got Sam Hartman or Devin Leary to play quarterback down there.
2: Oh, if they got—they—they they were almost going to get Devin Leary. That would have been a game changer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know how I feel about Devin Leary. I feel that similarly about Sam Hartman. Um, those two would have instantly made them good.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it would have instantly they, made them viable. And Jack Miller's got talent. He's not, you know, he didn't come in as like a five star or anything, but he's still definitely got talent. So I mean, honestly, it just, it, it just I, on I think it. that's
2: I think that's the route to go. I mean, it's going to be a tough year, so you might as well see what you got with him.
0: No, Jack yeah. Miller sounds like the name of a procedural cop on TV. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> they, got, they got him that, and then. That, that maybe is running yeah, hard on Marshall he's
1: trying to come back. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Marshall is their prim, premier corner. Yeah. It's like real easy names. And then suddenly it's like Princely Umla Mama Mala and Tajay. <laughs> yes. And I, I don't know. It's, it's all over the place with them.
2: Tar- Taraja Mitchell.
0: I don't know what it is, but it. Jack Mac- Miller makes me think of that old TV show back in the 80s, Sledgehammer.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes me think of a 1998 jam band. Like Dispatch. <laughs> um,
0: he's, cool. he's like the um, third front man of Black Sabbath or something like that. Jack <laughs> no. Miller.
2: No, definitely not that cool. He's like the third. <laughs> he's like the no, third,
0: the third front man. Like, man. Every, no, everybody knows the first two, like um, Ozzy and Ronnie James Dio, but nobody knows the third guy because he, he the man was he, done at that point.
2: He sounds like the second guy for the Silver Sun Pickups.
1: <laughs> Lord,
2: the well, guy who played Jason Mesbo with mm-hmm. the Drive By yeah. Truckers. Yeah. You guys well, have to research Silver Sun way man. No, it shouldn't be. <laughs> but Okay. It shouldn't, but. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.